This is our third session on Mark 8, 34 to 38. What we focused on in the first session was this main commandment right here. If anyone would come after me, Jesus says, let him deny himself and let him take up his cross. That's what following me will involve. And we stressed that the cross stands for the willingness to be opposed, shamed, to suffer, and to die. When you look at what the cross did to criminals in that day, it was an official opposition, a legal action, it was public shaming, it was horrific suffering, and it was death. And so when Jesus used this awful image of discipleship, take up your electric chair, take up your lynching noose, take up your chemical way of putting people to death, take it up. Only this is the worst one of all. And deny yourself. And we saw that denying ourselves means that the, the self that rises up and says, no, no, I'm not going to accept opposition and shame and suffering and death. That old self must be denied. We say no to that self, which means there's a new self, right? There's a new self functioning that denies the old self and the new self is willing to take up a cross and the old self has to be denied and put to death. And then we looked at verse 35 as the first of four supports or arguments. See that word four there, four there, four there, and four there. We're taking a session on each of those. And so last time we saw, for whoever would save his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake in the Gospels will save it. Maybe we'll go and put a little less on the screen. So here's the main command. Follow me and take up your cross. Here's argument number one that we looked at last time. Saving your life leads to losing it. He who saves his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake in the Gospels will save it. So losing results in saving. And how does that function as an argument for taking up your cross? Because Losing the life like that, being willing to be opposed, being willing to be shamed, being willing to suffer, being willing to die, losing your life like that because you love the gospel, because you love Jesus, that saves the soul. 
the soul that is so much in love with the gospel, so much in love with Jesus, that when Jesus bids us come and take up our cross and thus lose our life, we do it. And so the argument is, take up your cross, because in taking up your cross and losing your life that way, you save it, and you, of course, want to save it. Now, let me pray, and then we'll look at verse 36. Father, these are heavy words, glorious words. We want to love the gospel and love you like this. So come and use your word to awaken in us a passion for your discipleship, following you, loving you, being with you, obeying you, serving you. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So now we have a second four. Here's the first one. Here's the second one. And this verse 36 is going to support something in verse 35. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? Now that's a, a question, right? And whenever you have a rhetorical question, that is a question that doesn't have an answer the author expects you to supply the answer, and in supplying the answer, you turn the question into a statement of fact. So what would be the statement of fact here? What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? The statement would be something like, there is no profit. In gaining all the money, or we could add from what we described as cross-bearing, all the money, all the honor, opposite of shame, all the approval, opposite of opposition, all the comfort, opposite of suffering all the safety, all the opposite of death. What will it profit a man if you, if you gain the money, the capacity to get a lot of honor, get a lot of approval, get a lot of comfort, have safety to the end? What will it, it profits you nothing. It profits you nothing. There's no profit. Why? Because it doesn't work. You can't buy a soul out of hell. You forfeit your soul when you gain the world. So you may be trying to preserve your life and preserve your soul. And Jesus says, no, you forfeit your soul, even though you gain the whole world, because you can't buy a soul out of of hell. Now that is an argument for what in verse 35? I think it's an argument for whoever would save his life will lose it because trying to gain all this profit, this money, this honor, approval, trying to gain all that is like saving your life. That's what saving your life meant here. And he says, you will 
lose your life trying to save it. And now we see the reason right here, because no matter how much honor, no matter how much approval, comfort, safety, and money you gain by trying to save your life, it doesn't work. You forfeit your soul. You lose it. So verse 36 is a ground for the statement in verse 35 that trying to save your life will lose it. So let's sum it up now and see what we've seen. So start at the bottom and work to the top. The statement of verse 36 is there is zero profit in gaining the world in the end because you can't save your soul. You can't buy it. You can't ransom it no matter how much money you have. Therefore, he who tries to save his life in that way is going to lose it. It's going to lose your soul. And positively, by implication, if you're willing to lose all that profit by taking up your cross, you're going to save your soul out of love for the gospel and love for Jesus. Therefore, take up your cross. Therefore, follow me.